You are tuned in to Big Boys and Body Slams, three goofballs that talk about wrestling. Throwback and current day pay-per-view reviews. Follow us on Twitter at BB and BS Podcast. And while you're at it, check out our merch store and our Patreon page. All the links will be in the description below. Enjoy the show. What is up, Holgamaniacs? I'm happy, I'm happy to be here tonight, fellas. Hey, welcome it's like, to... It's like we haven't recorded anything in a very long feels time. Feels like it for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, it's almost like... It's almost like it's been a year. Hey, before we get started, yeah, I have a question for both you guys. Let's you interrupted it. my year pun. I don't care. Thanks. Did anybody, <laughs> did either one of you guys this weekend watch Impact Homecoming? You know I watched Impact. That's right, because Impact we watched Homecoming, it together, baby. and Luke didn't show up. But I was tired. What is sleepy? I just want to. I just want to throw this out. What Thanks, a good pal. start for Impact this year. Man, they needed. Uh, they needed a big show, and my lord, they got a big show. Oh man, I, I, there's a couple things I just want to tell the listeners right now you need to watch lax and lucha bros yep um this match wasn't that good but you need to see the abyss eli drake There's table one spot specific spot yeah the, that yeah. match that oh, is, is a must so, see so eli drake runs to the ropes and abyss belly the belly suplexes him out of the ring over a table and through another table and it's so crazy that abyss it, like falls down too is that what you put that's what you put on twitter yeah I didn't even see him crash into the other table. No, I saw he, him fly no, over one. He, yeah, he flew, flew over, over one, one and crashed into, into another. He crashed into another, and Abyss just toppled down. <laughs> so the thing <laughs> is, if you watched that spot by itself and just saw Abyss's bump, like that alone was like that's a nasty spot. That, that was then, worth that was but, worth the money we paid last night. But then night. once you see Eli Drake like go flying, it was great. And then also Sammy Callahan, Willie Mack. Fantastic. Uh, a really good main event with a pretty botched finding. Super botched ending. But, so botched, I couldn't even tell what they were trying to do. But uh, up until that botch, very good match. Super solid, yeah. Uh, Ultimate X. Yeah, very good. A good Ta- way to open the show. Taya and Tessa wasn't as good as the previous encounter, but... Still good, though. It's still good. Um, Jordan Grace looked phenomenal. Yeah, she, she, was, the, she, she was the breakout. She. Oh my god, she's going to be so good. And then... There's one other match, right? That we're there was the ta- the uh, Dark Alley and Sue Young. Well, that was Jordan match. Grace match. Yeah, and then there was the um, the Eddie Edwards and Moose. Oh yes, how did I forget that? That Which match was, was phenomenal. And then the match of the night, you didn't mention either the Lucha Brothers. That was, that was the first thing I said. Was okay. You got to watch right that on, match. Right on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Luke, how much you pay? Luke, <laughs> go home and watch. Like, get online and find that match. It's so good. It, it's, dude, LAX, it's one of the Lucha best tag Bros? team matches. It, it's a little short. Had it been five minutes longer, I could I could comfortably say it was one of the best tag team matches I've ever seen. And honestly, I'm in the point where I'm saying it's one of the best tag it's team matches so I've ever good. seen. Oh man, it's I'll it's, it's innovative. It's innovation, it's, and it's it's fun. And is it just fly, fly, fly? Dude, it feels like it, it is, a, but it has psychology in it too. It's, it's like a 15 minute match, but it feels like it's three. Yeah, it flies by. Oh my god! And, and we were all. Uh, my buddy Robbie was over and Jordan was over and the four of us were screaming during that. We match. were marking out during it, that. It match. was it was Ooh. that good big we, time. Yeah, dude, Robbie, Robbie, Robbie was freaking out and he he's wearing his old school TNA shirt, man. And it was like it, it was like felt we like we were in the impact. Zone. It felt like it felt like the old TNA again, uh, like the old TNA again, oh, dude. And not just because of the venue change. It it, uh, it had energy. It had every and I I said this to Kyle and I don't mean to keep talking about impact, but they deserve it. So we're going to. Yeah. Uh, that's our show. We can do what we want. Uh, Hell yeah. Uh, it was a show that, from the very first video package, I looked at Kyle, and this is in the pre-show when it's just they're showing random. It was interviews. just me and Zach here, and at this I point. said everything. This whole, this even this video segment, everything was leaking with passion. 
You could tell yeah. that everybody oh, yeah. on the show, the producers, the video editors, the the talent, the ring crew, everybody was committed and everybody wants Impact to be Impact again. And again, and, Rob, Robbie said something yeah. last night that kind of stuck with me was that this is like the uh, ECW, uh, what was guilty, that? Guilty as charged. No. Uh, barely legal. Barely legal. I'm sorry. That every single one of these guys knew, like they know. My job, it might be on the line with this show. Yeah, that's how it felt. It really felt like you well, could just see like Don Callis and Scott Demore pre-show like rallying the troops and saying like, we have to have a good show tonight. And, and they, they, they delivered. delivered man. Oh, yeah. man. No, well, I was going to say, I mean, they had something to prove. Like they yeah. had a lot to prove in the show and, and, I be- and they did. And I believe, huh? and this is one of the last things I'll say about this show. I believe you said last night that the matches may not have been the better, but it was a better overall show than Wrestle Kingdom. I, I agree. Whoa. I agree. Um, because the energy, it was more, Wrestle Kingdom was good this year, but it kind of, I mean, the main event, if you haven't seen the Kenny Omega versus Tanahashi match, like go watch it because it's five stars. I mean, it's Kenny Omega versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. It's two of the best ever doing their thing. I saw that entrance. Dome. That was so that dope. The Undertale entrance was so good. Like, I'm an Undertale nerd, so it was perfect. But the rest of the, um, there, 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 were, there were good matches, but it, did, it didn't feel like the energy was there. Like it felt like it was just the Jericho a, match was a, very a show. Good? It was, it was good. It was very he, good. He faced Naito. Um, right? There were a lot of matches on the card though. It kind of drug a lot of like kind of tag team matches that were kind of predictable. Um, it just felt like at times it was going through the motions. Whereas homecoming felt like it felt like a movement. If that makes sense. You uh, again, know? again I, I'll say this is my last thing, I guess, but I'll probably say more. I felt one. The money was well spent last night. I agree. We, we, you, me, and Robbie all pitched in, and uh, I felt like we got so much bang for our buck. I agree. And I felt like, so so you were here like two hours before the show started, and we were yeah. kind of watching football, just kind of chit-chatting and stuff. That like two-hour span felt way longer than the pay-per-view. Yeah, I agree. That, I pay, totally agree. that pay-per-view seemed like it flew by in 20 minutes. I agree. Before, and, before, oh, okay, sorry, go, go ahead, ahead. Luke. No, you go ahead. I just, I just, before we get to what our show today, I just want to ask you, both of you, where you think Kenny Omega is going. Uh, AEW. I have a different take. WWE? I think he's going to go to WWE for about a year. I think okay. he's going to take a one-year contract for a lot of money. Just and to test the water? And, no, he's going to get his AJ Styles match that he's then been he's saying he wants, and then he's going to go to AEW when they're established. Okay. I could be wrong, because, and I also want to have a different approach than everybody else. That's every, an interesting take. Every, everybody's kind of at the AEW thought. What about you, Luke? Where do you think Kenny's going to end up? God, I'd I'd love to see that WWE run, but he's he was given so to me. I mean, an Undertale entrance and that sort of a thing. He's given so much freedom in New yeah, Japan. Yeah, you know, it's it, the only time that we've seen someone be able to keep that freedom and it was still on a leash was broken was Woken Matt. But another thing that I heard, and who knows if this is true. Uh huh. Was that he was offered creative control? Yeah, I did read that. And again, you know, take it with a grain of salt because it's a dirt sheet report. Dirt, dirt sheets have been very hit or miss lately. Yeah, I agree. Usually, usually they're a lot more hit than they are miss. But it just seems like lately someone's in the inside leaking really false information or and something. That's probably exactly what's happening. And I, and I hope that's true because I kind of like not knowing what's happening. He's in an interesting spot, and and I mentioned this to Robbie, and and I think you were there, Kyle, last night. Was he has to choose between money and security and his best friends. And I don't envy right, I don't envy that right. spot at all. I, but I would have to really think about that because if he goes to AEW, that jump starts him, right? But exactly. But, but think about this too: money. You got the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Con the family, backing that's AEW. Tr- that's so true. You, and I read that there's competitive money with like, the WWE. Yes, that really? they're very competitive. And I think we're going to see changing the landscape. I think. I hope so. I hope so. So, so hear me out. Impact Ring of Honor. 
and AEW are all going to be stepping up their game. We're going to see a wrestling year that has never been seen before. Can I have a hot take? Mm, I, yeah. I agree with you. Mm. I agree with you. I think either Ring of Honor or Impact is not going to make it to 2020. And I don't know which one yet, but I think either You don't Ring think of Honor, ROH is going to make it? Dude, they're floundering right now. They are they're struggling. And I I think that it depends the, on the TV deal that AEW gets. Do you think they're just so depleted now that, that and I don't I don't I think they're having trouble living on syndication, and, man. And I to, think they're struggling with it. To mm. piggyback what Zach said, I think you said the other night that Ring of Honor is starting to kind of have more of a uh, WWE light product. Yeah, they're trying to While, they're trying to do that kind of storyline driven because Ring of Honor for years was always the wrestling the show, wrestling. right? They're trying to incorporate more storyline and more and more like mm. backstage segments and, While, and more of that stuff. Well, Impact is going the complete opposite direction. They are just yeah. giving you something that you've exactly yeah that, that we've been wanting since right. 2005, 2006. So, um, and and sorry to cut you off, no. Kyle. And with the announcement, and I don't know if you know this, Luke, that. Uh, Every Friday, Impact is going to be simulcast on Twitch. Yes, yes. This is a so fantastic if deal. If you don't Dude. get the Pursuit channel, you can watch Impact at 11 Pacific? Uh, 10, 10 Pacific. 10 Pacific. Is that not like every a paid Friday. subscription or anything? Nope. nope. On twitch.tv slash Impact something. I've this was the, the smartest URL. thing that they've done. But yeah, you're going to be able to watch Impact on, on Twitch every single week. What time? Uh, uh, 10, 10 o'clock. But I'm sure you can go back and find them. And, and they, they might post them on... Because on, you can save Fallas. a video archive and then, on Twitch. And, or on GFN. You can have a free account there as well. Yeah, just for the new stuff. That could be a game changer. Yeah. So, so I'm going to transition now. Yeah. We have two shirts this week. Yeah, and uh, three actually. Three? Because Greg bought our ECW shirt. Okay. And my mommy bought two shirts today. What's your mom's name? My mom's name is Danita. She's a beautiful woman. Danita. Danita. She's not a listener, but thank you, You're mommy. my second mom now. So she bought. She sold three shirts. This is a strong week, fellas. Love that's gonna, you. That's going to pay for our SoundCloud membership for several months. Hey, Greg. So thank you, Greg. We got to also give you a shout out. You and Danita are the only two people that have two shirts. That's true. That's Dakota, true. we don't even best have friend of the podcast. Oh, Dakota has two. Up. Oh, okay. That's he, right. Dakota he bought friend of the podcast and he bought the logo shirt. So, so okay. we got three people. Okay. We got some good fans. So, so there, Greg, boys. I'm telling you right now because you're you're probably the one that will do this. Buy a t-shirt. Oh, hey. Uh, I hope you guys liked the new intro, by the way, last week that we debuted. I really like that. Thanks. Uh, just kind of wanted Did you to listen? Yeah. make something fun and new. And uh, I'm just going to do one thing before we transition. Patreon.com slash big boys and body slumps. Let's get that freaking Patreon page Just going, give us guys. the dollar, Can man. I, I know that this is way back and you guys have already transitioned. No, go one, ahead. One last hot take. Please. Kenny gets that one year in WWE. Gets the... Granted, he's already super worldwide popular. Gets the WWE audience... In his in his pocket, and then he goes to AEW and, and takes, takes a large portion think, of them. With I him. think you're gonna see some big time WWE, and I'm talking like like people hovering on the main event scene. I think you're gonna see people start jumping ship. Uh, yeah, to they're, AEW getting, this they're year. way too talented. I think you're gonna see it, uh, and we'll see how it plays out. But 2019, oh, wouldn't that be just a whole new war? 2019 oh my God. is gonna be a fun year for pro wrestling. You know what was an interesting year for pro wrestling? The year 2000, 2000. and we are in, <laughs> segue. We are in Royal Rumble month. Uh, and so what better way to ring in Royal Rumble month than, I know this is our second show in Royal Rumble month, but just let me have my moment. Uh, we are today, we are doing the Royal Rumble 2000 and you can listen to the Royal Rumble 2000 on Spotify. No, you can't. Just kidding. <laughs> I thought I had you guys for a second. Uh, you no. can listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, I don't think SoundCloud, anyone's buying that. YouTube. Uh, speaking of YouTube, keep your eyes out for something interesting on YouTube in the next few days. We had a lot of house cleaning to do today. But we did something fun. By golly. Well, well, it's a fun time to be a podcaster. Just tell them because a lot of the, the listeners have That's got, true. got involved. We did a 2018 year in review video. Yep, we did what we did the best and worst of in WWE in 2018. I think it turned out really well. We had a couple of false starts, but that's video production. And I think Luke wanted to hit me. 
few times. I few actually times. tried once. He did. Yeah. Uh, so look for that coming down the pipe. And again, I'll plug one other thing. I know we got a lot of plugs here before we get going on, on the Royal Rumble show, but uh, we have a new Facebook wrestling group. Uh, it's called Big Boys and Body Slams uh, Slam Chat. We would love it if you listeners out there looked us up on Facebook and joined our group. It is a place for positivity, for friendliness, and for good, constructive wrestling talk. Kyle and I, and Luke to an extent, I think, mm-hmm. we're so sick of the wrestling groups we were a part of on Facebook that we're just filled with negativity and ignorance and hate. and hate that we want to do something different and we want to have a very moderated, and it's going to be some work for us, but we want to have an, a moderated, safe, and I don't want to say safe space because I don't want to be one of those guys, but a friendly place where you can go and talk about wrestling well, judgment-free. I so. think... I mean, I feel like negativity is okay to an extent. Like, yeah, if like you're talking about the product, if you're talking about if you're talking about the product, uh, but yeah, if you're uh, I'm not, racist or anything, I don't want to get in here. get into some of the stuff that me and Zach saw on Sunday when we were hanging out. But, but it was bad. It it was enough that <laughs> to make us start our own that group. wanted me to leave Facebook. Yeah, it was bad. So let's let's focus on the oh. more positive side of life. Again, if you want to be negative about the product, of course it's welcome. So find us at uh, facebook.com. This has been our ling- longest intro ever. Yeah, should we get so, into the yeah, show? Yeah, let's get into Big the show. Big Slam Chat. Yes, uh, on Facebook. Uh, tonight, we are looking at the Royal Rumble 2000, coming to you from January 23rd, 2000, in the most famous arena in America. The Mecca. Madison Square Garden in New York City. 19,321 in... Sold attendance. out. Sold out at the Madison um, Square Garden. This is the only... So this is the first time uh, that... This that Royal Rumble's ever held in Madison Square Garden. Really? Yeah. Only the Big Four. I don't know. I've never actually noticed this. The only the Big Four have ever been in MSG. No other pay per view. A lot of house shows. Right. Right. But no right, other pay per view because uh, streaming live or whatever from Madison Square Garden costs a lot of money. A oh, lot of really? money. Really. Really. Um, and at this point, up to 2000, the Garden had hosted three SummerSlams, two WrestleManias, and the 1996 Survivor Series. So this is the first Rumble in the Garden. Yep. And 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 I, only. Yes, the only. The, uh, I've actually never noticed this, which I kind of feel stupid. Uh, they haven't had... WWE has not had a pay-per-view at the Mecca at Madison Square Garden since 2011. Really? They use the Barclays Center every time. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. There we go. Yeah, um, they use the Barclays Center because it's cheaper. Yeah, and because yeah. you think about it, they ran SummerSlam, TakeOver, and Raw, and SmackDown from the Barclays uh, when they do events there. So Also, kind of the new- they broke the record at the time for uh, Madison Square Garden sales. 1.14 million at the gate. Uh, that broke WrestleMania 10's record wow. of 960,000. And then WrestleMania 20 went and uh, destroyed it with 2.4 million. Ooh. Wow, that's a big gate. Yeah. Excellent. Well, this is still nothing to, nothing to scoff at. Uh, we do open the show with a video package entirely focused on the upcoming street fight between Cactus so, Jack and Triple H. This video package, I hated this one. Did yep. you really? But yep. but the one that came before the main event yeah, was fantastic. Yeah. Well, I don't like I don't like leading in with just one match for a yeah, video. Right, I agree with you. Anyway. I, I will say that it did make me want to watch that street fight, but it definitely was lacking any context I, for I, anything. I, I was I wrote I wrote this is not WWE's best work. No. Um, and in fact, throughout this whole show, I mean, it's January of 2000. It just feels like a big 1999 hangover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah because correct. a lot of growth happened in 2000. Yeah, um, I agreed. Our announcers for the show, Jerry, Jerry, Lawler. Jerry the King Lawler. Jerry, t- did you just say Jerry Lawler? I'm sorry. I it is Jerry the King. Uh, it won't Lawler. happen again. It won't happen again. And, the King. And good old Jr. Jim Ross. Good old Jr. Mm. And I want to say right off the bat too. This. Uh, what do you guys think of the set for War Rumble? I loved it. I loved it. Such a it's different iconic. look. And I loved having the hard cam on the entrance ramp. Just yes. something you don't see very often. Even like 
I feel like it's something they did for a few years, but you don't see it in in, in shows, even the Rumble anymore. And it's uh, it's one, a great way to like instantly see who was entering that Rumble match. At one point, they have a camera like in the in the, the taxi. taxi. That was awesome. I, I didn't realize. I don't know why. I didn't realize that that was an actual car up there. But that's an actual car. Up yeah. There. Once I saw like the dome light and like the all the like the dash, and I was like, that's an actual literal taxi. The more you know. Crazy. People. Um. So then we open up right with some action here. Uh, Gorgeous and, pyro, by the way. Oh yeah, great pyro. So Kurt comes in, Kurt Angle. He's very hated here. In the young, yes. very still young, still with hair. He's very young. Uh, he's undefeated at this point. He's saying, and I love this. He dropped a, a bit of wisdom here. He said that the arena needs a true champion, and he says that if they wait for uh, Patrick Ewing in the Knicks, we're gonna yes. have to wait forever. And every year that goes by, that joke just gets funnier and funnier mm-hmm. because it still hasn't happened. And the and, crowd was so. Pissed. Oh, the crowd hated it. Uh, and then. At this point, he kind of knows there's going to be like an open challenge, and he has a mystery partner or mystery uh, opponent, I rather. And the crowd instantly starts chanting, "We want Taz! We want Taz!" They kind of know what's happening, uh, but but they may know, but it doesn't like. So if, yeah, so of course, uh, the lights go down, the heartbeat, the music plays, Taz's face on the on the on the, on the screen in the arena, and the crowd absolutely loses. Oh my god, they went bonkers! I minds. literally am feeling goosebumps thinking about Me that too. right now. Me too. I I. Insane. so bad. It was really a good moment. Uh, till of course, Taz is the mystery opponent, uh, and they have a match. And the towel, the music, the, everything was the, perfect. The look in Angle's face. This was is this is my and again, I'm a Taz guy. So, with a grain of salt, this is my favorite de- debut ever in the history of the company. Wow, I love Impressive. this debut so much. And the match star rating itself isn't going to be right there, right. but just as a whole, I thought this debut was absolutely perfect. And there's not one thing I would have done differently. No, uh, except maybe make the match a little bit longer. Yeah, exactly. More exactly. competitive, yeah. Um, so Taz goes after Angle right off the bat, sends him out of the ring. There's an ECW chant. Uh, Angle hits a suplex on Taz onto the entrance ramp. Brutal. Sounded sounded good. Uh, they get back into the ring. There's a belly-belly suplex to Taz. Uh, Angle gets crotched on the top rope, and there's a super belly-to-belly from the second rope from Angle to Taz, for Taz to Angle, rather. Gorgeous. It was beautiful. Taz pinfall, uh, near fall there, because Angle gets his foot in the rope. And then there's an Angle roll-up for a near fall. And there's a Drewman surplex, suplex with a bridged pin for a near fall. Lots of suplexes in this match, naturally. As of you course. Would <laughs> uh, there's an Angle slam gets countered into a huge German suplex that angle sells like he's in a hurricane or something uh and then a tazplex and then another tazplex and then he sinks in the taz mission it's not called the taz mission here by the way just an interesting note uh angle goes to sleep he does uh the ref doesn't even get the hand down for the three he just calls it uh taz wins angle is defeated for the first time the match goes three minutes and 20 seconds uh post-match medics come out and they angle does a stretcher job yeah, yeah. He, he comes out with oxygen they put the oxygen on him they put him in a gurney and they wheel him away um so what a damn debut man amazing dominant it's only like this whole segment's only about six minutes long if you haven't seen it and you have the network watch it because it is worth it is it is amazing uh the match itself i'm gonna give three stars which is probably even higher than i should give it Mm. because it was only a three minute match Mm. but just the the electricity in madison square garden you can feel it through your monitor when you watch it just good stuff i gave it three stars as well um i thought the match was actually really good it was just too short i agree they I would have loved to see a long-term feud between these guys because oh, and throw Crispin Wan there too, and have a triple threat, just suplexes and suplexes on suplex. Have a young Brock Lesnar get in there. Eventually, you could have this go on for like five years, uh, just su- like a train of suplexes. Yeah. yeah. So, so I love, I loved it. I just if, if if I would have bumped it up to four stars with five more minutes, I would have been close. I would have been close. This, I mean, this debut. I give it three stars. This debut was absolutely dominant, and I. I, I had mixed feelings. Um, this could have been a classic, but as we said, uh, it just needed more time and more and more competitive. Yeah, 
greatness. Well, I felt like um, Kurt kind of dominated the match actually. I think the first in the half, beginning, like the I think in the half, beginning he yeah. got some offense in, but then Taz suplexed the shit out of Those him. Those three suplexes, yeah. Taz mission, and then, and, we were out. and then just yeah. choked him out. Um, I think the stretcher job was a little much. It was unnecessary um, because, okay. but like I, I get so I get it all on the side of we want this guy to look as strong as possible, but then when you look at what they did with him afterwards, yeah, that's I couldn't help I couldn't help but think, so, and, and I don't care what people say. I'm I'm gonna this is the hill I'm gonna die on. Taz is one of the most misused people in the history of, of the all company. Time. I I think, and my list of misused people in WWE, he's two or three. Had he come up today, he'd be a world champion. Oh yeah, no questions asked. But I think injuries took effect pretty soon yes. after he did. Yeah, like a couple that's years. True. And just his size at the time. Hey Zach, question. Yeah. Do you know who my number one most misused wrestler in WWE is? Hmm. Test. What? Matt Bentley. Was he ever even in no. WWE? No. Are you, are you really Matt asking Bentley. this question? No, no. Who? Luke, you know. Yeah, Luke. Luke. Yeah, Luke, you know. <laughs> See, now <laughs> you hold, on, hold on, hold on. Just tell us. Uh, um, mm, Fucking Ray Coley. Oh. Oh, <laughs> I should have known that. I'm sorry. I have been just, I'm, I have been on the Raven that has train. Been a, that has been a subject of, of a lot of confrontation lately, so I should have known that. I apologize. I agree, by the way. Okay. He's up there Correct. for me, too. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad you guys at least agree with me. Oh, do, for sure. I do agree. Um, but... I don't know if Kurt. I don't know if this is the way Kurt deserved to lose a streak. Um, so I the, think this was the that's right a fair point. I think this was the right opponent for Kurt to lose. Yes, but yes. I think they should have done more it with Taz. Been a yeah. it Honestly, been a Taz should have been up there feuding with the guys like Austin and The Rock. And but that. I agree. damn, that just when the music hit and he came out, goosebumps, dude. Goosebumps. Oh, it was goosebumps. awesome. I love Taz's uh, WWE theme too. Dun, dun, you, you know the dun, only thing I don't like dun, about Taz? Dun, dun. At yeah. This, in, at this point, what two Z's? Oh, yes, yeah. Correct. Very good point. Correct. Um, so after that match, uh, we get a backstage interview. The Hardy oh Boys boy. with Terry Reynolds are interviewed by young, young Michael Cole. Ass Hardy who, by boys. the way, Michael Cole is either dressed like either a vampire or an old timey hotel. Usher. He looks like what a is creep. going on with the way he's dressed? He he looks like that guy that's that when he's going to go peep through uh, Terry Reynolds' door later. So he's wearing like a like a thin <laughs> white tie with like a brown vest and then like a duster coat. He looks like a hotel usher from the 1920s. The one that's looking in the keyhole when Terry, <laughs> yeah. Terry Reynolds is changing yeah. her clothes. Uh, uh, and uh, Jeff looks like Riff Raff here. He's so young oh, with, yeah. the, with that facial I hair. I know, I know. Uh, that's a good point, actually. Um, there's a flashback to the uh, Dudleys putting the Hardys through tables, and the Hardys to get their revenge put the Dudleys through table of their own. Then they say, and, and I mean, bless their soul, uh, they've come a long way on the microphone. This was not good. No, it was uh, bad. They said that uh, they're not going to allow Terry Reynolds out for the match because it's going to be too extreme. You don't know uh, how bad this is going to be. It's just fitting <laughs> that we got uh, such wooden delivery out of a tables match spot. Uh, oh, so, you are hey, so I got good. jokes. Hey, I just got to yeah. point out yeah. what a time 2000 was when every team with the name Boys... Had Z at the end. This is the battle of the boys. The boys. Yeah, this boys. Was the battle of the boys. Everybody, when there was an S at the end, had a Z at this point. Yep. Yeah. It let biscuit. It was, that was extreme, dude. Uh, so this is the new metal years, man. That's right. We do get right into the Dudley Boys versus the Hardy Boys, and this is a table match. Are there titles on the line? I didn't write it down. I don't think so. No, because no. the tag team titles are no. the New Age Outlaws. That's Acolytes. right. That's right. There's an. The, um, I apologize for my indiscretion. Uh, so the Dudleys come out. They cut a classic like. WWE watered down version of a, div, of a D of a Dudley promo. It was not Heatwave '99 promo. No, 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 not even close. But it was definitely like this town's garbage and everybody smells like old eggs. You know, that wasn't exactly what they said, but it was something like that. It still did, got the job done. Yeah, uh, the Hardys aren't having any of it, uh, so they come out and they attack the Dudleys right off the bat. The bell rings. Hey, uh, can, can I make a quick point, real quick? Yeah, yeah. I just want to 
so so in the rules of this match kind yeah, of are confusing. Very, thank you, thank you. Um, both members have to be put through a table. Yeah. So so if Bubba gets put through a table eighteen times, match it continues. doesn't matter. And they also have to be physically put through the table yeah. by their opponent. They cannot like miss a splash a table. and go yeah. through a table. So it, it's a very so the rules weird. Are a bit convoluted. Yeah. Uh, at least. Uh, the benefit of people watching on television had the announcers to explain it to them. Heaven forbid the people in the arena. They probably had well, no idea what was going on. They and, loved it. but And once a partner is eliminated, they're not eliminated from the match. Yeah, they can continue like, to wrestle. Just get up from the uh, table. So it, it was confusing. kind of, yeah, very convoluted. But it was great. It was. Uh, so, again, the Hardys attack the Dudleys right off the bat. The bell rings. Uh, Bubba goes right for a table. He brings it into the ring. The Dudleys go for 3D through the table. But Matt breaks it up. Uh, table ends up getting dispatched of and then Tope su- suicided to Bubba outside by Jeff over the top oh, rope uh-huh. it was really nice a suicide dive yeah a Tope stop it yeah what? You, you, you're flexing your brain you muscles snobby. I'm sorry I watch a lot of NXT that's what that's what uh, that's what they call uh, Morrow? Him. yeah that's what Morrow says oh, damn it. I'm sorry I shouldn't have said that I, I have regrets I just, just go forgive you okay uh, so and they go outside and then you can tell this is 1999 slash 2000 era WWF because Jeff kills Bubba with a, in the chair with a head in the headshot oh brutal right in the face I mean ouchy kabouchy uh, and then he places him <laughs> on the table that's set up outside Bubba gets up he slams the table right into Jeff's face because yeah. he goes for like that like barricade dive that he does and Bubba just like takes the table and just slams slams it, it into Jeff's that's face that's when I was like oh god <laughs> this is gonna be one of those matches yeah. uh, it was great uh, Matt tries to superplex through the table, but uh, to Bubba a little bit later here, and Devon moves the table out of the way at the last second, so it just ends up being a normal superplex. Matt grabs a ladder and he brings it into the ring. They proceed to beat the Dudleys with it. A lot of good ladder offense. And was something I noticed was it, was it was funny seeing like a regular old like Werner store bought hardware store ladder, because like nowadays they're right. all like generic gray ladders, but and this was like yeah. a blue and yellow like real life ladder. Uh, it was just kind of funny to see that from Ladders R Us. It, yeah, definitely. That's where it was from. Uh, so now, 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 Matt kills Bubba with the chair. So Bubba's just get eaten headshots with uh, unprotected air shot chair shots. This whole match, brutal stuff. Um, and I, I wrote down here: Is it bad? Is it bad if I kind of miss those chair shots? Yes and no. Because <laughs> it's dramatic and it's it's brutal to see. But like, it's, it's I'm glad they don't do them anymore. You know, like it's one of those. I, I things. just I love going back and watching them, and that's and I'm content with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad they're that. not here around anymore. But I'm glad that. It makes it so much more special yeah, to go back and watch. Yeah, uh, yeah so just kind of had to make a note of that there. Uh, so Jeff and Matt put Bubba through a table with a flying splash slash leg drop combo outside the ring. One man off the ladder, one man off the top turnbuckle. Which, so uh, Bubba is through a table. So now all you got to do to win this match is get deep which, on through which a table. Bubba didn't even see Jeff coming. Like he braced, no, yeah. he, he braced for Matt. I'm glad and then all of a sudden that. Jeff just comes out of nowhere. It was it was the camera work was really good too because we didn't see Jeff coming either. No, no. Uh, right before this, table. there was something... Um, I wanted to point out that I don't think you pointed out. Go ahead. Jeff Hardy was running to jump off the barricade. The table and, spot. And Bubba takes a table and throws it at his head. Yeah, He's, we talked about oh, that. Oh, you said that? Sorry. Yeah, where you been? I've been reading. All right, cool. Mm. So, uh, and then this, I thought this was really unique. Uh, the Hardys put stair, like they get the steel steps and they place them like up on their side vertically and they put a ladder on the steps and the other end on the ring apron. So they kind of made like a bridge, but they used, rather than using the barricade like you see now, they use the stairs as the other half. Uh, we'll see stairs again in an interesting way oh, we later will. on this match. Uh, so Devon moves. It causes Matt to go through the table. And then Devon like leans up against the table that's leaned on the barricade. And then Jeff out of nowhere just comes flying. Devon moves. Jeff goes through the table. At this point, I thought the match was over. 
right? Because like, well, Matt and Jeff down. both just went through a table. The announcers had to straighten out. No, you have to be put through a table. So both Hardys are still clean here, I believe. I just look, Devon, Devon with the quick reflexes, man. I know he moves like out, at poof, the last at the gets last out another moment. one. Poof. Uh, so funny. The match keeps going again since both men have to be put through tables that and not put themselves. It's a little bit confusing. Uh, in the ring, a table gets set up. Uh, on the ring steps so they again the ring sets are set up vertically both of them this time and then the table's actually set up like on the legs on on top of the stairs totally unnecessary by the way but awesome yeah. uh, it was super cool yeah it was really cool and then Matt gets power bombed off the second rope through the table by Bubba so it's 1-1 you gotta put Devon or Jeff he got May Young yeah, exactly uh, both teams start battling through the crowd this time Matt is the one that gets killed with a chair shot and then I noticed there was like an old man helping Bubba set a table up did you guys see that like no, he was by I the entrance tunnel you gotta go back and watch it there's like an old guy he must be a producer I don't right. know if it was Pat Patterson I couldn't quite see but someone is clearly helping Bubba set up these oh, tables oh because the tunnel so narrow yeah yes so yes. like somebody's helping yep. bubba mm-hmm. put the tables up uh, eventually you get four tables two stacked on top of each other and then two stacked on top of each other so a whole squadron of tables here uh both teams are, are they keep continue to battle and then uh matt gets placed on top of the tables and then jeff gets pulled up on the vomitorium slash the balcony area uh <laughs> jeff punches bubba in the dick who's trying to throw jeff through uh hits him with two chair shots and he falls through the tables uh so and a note, Bubba had already been put through a table, so the match does continue. And then Devon gets put on the other set of tables that's still standing. Jeff comes from the balcony, a swanton bomb. Yeah, they're just ha- so there was four tables. Yeah, he, two of them Bubba, got taken Bubba out Bubba conveniently Bubba. went through three of them. Oh, he went through three like. of them. Yeah, oh. and then one was just left, perfect condition. And then Devon was placed on that. Jeff, from the freaking balcony, a swanton bomb, put Devon Gorgeous. through the table. The Hardys win. The match went ten minutes long. I wrote, and I'm just going to say verbatim, chaotic, extremely violent, and action-packed. A short but destructive match. Three point five stars nothing to really dislike about it um so i put holy shit this was awesome four stars did mm-hmm. i overrate this hell no i don't think so so hell no um, i yeah i loved it i loved every second of it i wish it was longer because i'm a bloodthirsty animal mm-hmm. dude they could do these teams right here do could, no wrong could do exactly do no wrong at this time they tore the house down every single time they came out there uh, especially during a hardcore match, just trying to best the last time. Yep. Classic spot fest. I give it four stars. Incredible. Also, I do have some history for you. Fellas. Yeah, go ahead. Can I say something real quick? Yeah, do it. Yes. Uh, I got. I got to go up to three point seven five. I'm sorry. I underrated the match. Thank you. You guys were totally right. Uh, <laughs> given given it. five given five more minutes, I would have been at a four. But Thank I'll give it three point seven five. You are welcome. So <laughs> nice. This was the first time. This just shows you how early on in this whole little feud. This is the first time the Hardys and Dudleys were involved in a tables match on WWE programming. A strictly tables match, or like a match like involving a, like tables? A, a match involving tables. Really? Yeah. Wow. The the only the only hardcore match that the Hardys had been involved in uh, in October at No Mercy ENC and the Hardys wrestled in an awesome ladder match for ter- so, the so services this, of Terry Reynolds, right? Oh. Yes, it was. So this kind of sowed the seeds for. Like the what would follow in the, yes, two, for, the year two thousand four. Yeah, it ended up being a trilogy of arguably the greatest hardcore exhibitions of all time. Yes. I agree. Dad. So yeah, oh my god, these are so fun to watch. So it's kind of a historic I can't match get enough in a way of these. To, also, to think about it that uh, way. quickly a quick comment for there's nothing more beautiful to me. I don't know why, it's just the aesthetic. There's nothing more beautiful to me in wrestling than four tables stacked on top of each other. It looks great. There's I, nothing more beautiful in life than baseball. Oh, wrong conversation. Wrong podcast. You that's suck. A, that's that's big boys and that's big boys and home runs. That's yeah. our baseball season podcast. That, that was actually have. just a uh, uh, Moneyball quote. I love that movie, by the way. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, okay, so I don't even want to talk about this. What? What's coming next? Oh, we got we well we got a match. Oh no, Not we don't. Me, that's Shoot. for sure. No, we don't have so, a match. Uh, I was skipping ahead. Uh, so 
I'm going to say right off the bat before we talk about this, this was the worst thing I've seen in any show that we've reviewed. This was worse. This was worse than the uh, mud wrestling match. No, it wasn't. Major yes, guns. it was. No, because th- this whoever, was whoever BB was made it way better than the, the this match. This was worse. This was worse. New I, Blood Rising. I think this was worse. I did research on who that is. By Barbara think, Bush. Well, yeah, but that was... Yeah. That was her, yeah. Uh, I thought this was worse than anything we've seen on any show. Let's just talk about it. I have actually quite a bit of notes about it. Okay, so, so as a preface, <clears throat> bosom shots. Yes, this entire segment only solely exists to get some some TNA uh, in this show, and I'm not talking about uh, Test and Albert or or Impact sub action. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so the judges for this is Sergeant Slaughter. Yep. Tony Gurea. Yep. Fabulous Mula. Yep. Johnny Valiant. Yep. And Classy. Freddie Blassie. And oh, Andy thought, Richter. Don't forget about him. Darn it. I thought you were going to let me, you. I was going to say Classy. You were going to say Freddie. I was going to say Blassie, but you ruined it. So, you want to try again? Uh-uh. So uh, you may be wondering, what are they judging? Well, you'll soon find out. And I have to I have to make a note. All these judges look like they'd rather be doing literally anything else. Jerry oh. Lawler's the MC, by oh. the way. Yeah, oh. Jerry Lawler's oh. DJing. The oh. Jerry the King. I wrote a quote here that I just have to say right now. Please. Okay. Uh, he takes the mic from uh, Finkel. Yes, yes. And he says, these girls aren't your type, Howard. They're not inflatable. <laughs> so that might be the highlight of the segment. No, it's so not. if you're wondering what they're judging, they're judging the Miss Rumble contest. So all the ladies are kind of dressed in like robes or towels or sweatshirts or something similar. Uh, and those girls are Ivory, Terry Runnels, Jacqueline, BB, and Luna. And the cat. And then the cat comes out, who was apparently the women's champion at the time. So That oh. tells you where women's wrestling is. Seriously. Good God. Uh, so, uh, okay, BB. to be honest though, the worst woman in WWE right now. I don't know who it is. Whoever's the worst woman on the main roster is better than any of these. Well, except for no, not not that. Except Ivory and Jacqueline. Maybe. Better than the cat. Like, oh yeah, yes, for sure. By far. For sure. Like like you're could, a wrestler. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm trying to get at. Um, sorry, BB. No, I'm sorry, Dad. I I agreed. Yeah, I'm, so, I was getting heated with you. So fill us in. Who who is this BB? BB. It's so, Barbara Bush. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you. So BB stands for Barbara Bush. Oh, which, and not not George's wife. No, and as you can expect, that might just be a pun, because uh, that's kind of what they did then. Yeah. Real name, real name, Kathy Dingman. She was Taylor Vaughn in TNA, and she was Papaya in WCW. Ah, yeah, the classic Papaya character. Yeah, good stuff. So yeah, that's BB. She's okay. very tall. Thank you. Uh, and so, Kyle loved her, apparently. So one by what? one now. Oh, Andy Rector shows up. Uh, From yay. Conan. Thank you, Andy Rector. Conan? Yeah, so one Conan at a time. Uh, if you're wondering what this is, this Conan? is not... Conan. So this is not a like friend a of mine saved Conan's life one time, but I'll it's tell true. you that later. Uh, he donated to his surgery cause. Yeah, a dollar. so there is there is. <laughs> this is not like a normal like swimsuit contest where like there's like you have to do like a routine. This is just a strip tease. Uh, let's call it what it is. It's a strip tease. So one there's by one, there's not much to be stripped either. One by one, the girls start taking off their clothes and they pose in front of the crowd. Ivory's first up. She doesn't want to do it. Uh, and I feel for Ivory. I feel like this was real life. And I know her character was like, she was kind of a prude, but well, I feel like this was, was real life. Joy, yeah. yeah. Uh, and this is where I wrote, this is as bad as in, and embarrassing as anything I've seen in any wrestling show. And it just got worse. Uh, so Kat goes last. She's wearing nothing but bubble wrap. Uh, cool. And then right as the judges are about to pick a winner, all these ladies are in, in very, very... Can I say... There... <laughs> There's probably not even a foot, two feet worth of fabric on any of no, these no. women. This is the most exposed I've ever seen any female on TV that wasn't completely naked. Yeah, it was. It had me clutching my pearls. Crazy. Uh, uh, what they and got away so with. they're about to they're about to announce a winner. Mae Young's music comes out. She saunders out to the ring. She's wearing like a, a pink robe. She derobes. She's got like this two piece, this one piece swimsuit on. 
and she unzips the top of her one piece and just flashes her titties. She shows uh, the crowd her titties. It's censored on the screen, so you can't see, but I'm like 90% sure nips were out. Oh, <laughs> no, no, Madison her titties were out, dude. Uh, Mark Henry runs into the ring and like covers her up for a little bit. Sexual chocolate. And then they announce the winner. It's Mae Young. Uh, this match was longer than either of the match. matches we had seen. <laughs> the segment. So don't, far, don't call it a match. Uh, I'm sorry. This segment was longer than any of the matches we'd seen on the card. It went 11 minutes, and it was 11 of the most painful, objectifying minutes I have ever had so, to sit through. And I am ashamed of this. Segment. The last, the last few minutes. I'm, I'm sorry. I actually really enjoyed. Did I, you? I thought the May Young part was hilarious. Oh, I was cringy. Yeah, so, I thought it was cringy. Dude, the confident, like her out there. I'm gonna show the world my puppies. Like <laughs> her being so confident. And just See, getting after that was hilarious. Zach to me. took a different approach on that than you because you messaged me and you said the way they treated Mae Young's terrible. But Luke's seeing more like she owned. Yeah, them. she owned it, which yeah. I kind of told you too. Was she kind of just owned that? Well, and listening to the Pritchard pod, he said literally, uh, May Young and Mula. Pff, uh, every every time that they ask them to do something like get put through a damn get table pa- at eighty years old, hand. yeah, they they did it and they did it with gusto and they loved it and they those two women were as tough or more tough than most of the guys in the locker room. Like they'd take anything and come come back in laughing like going through a table. Um, but so, I loved I loved the May Young part. It was funny. Okay, that's it. May Young wins. Uh, congratulations to May Young. I just want to move on from this. So uh, we cut to Coach, who was at WWF New York, and the crowd He's is getting losing mobbed. their fucking minds. This was probably the best WWE New York had ever been. People were and people were going crazy. Was this around the time they debuted WWE? Yeah, New they were about to this debut w- it for the first time. Yeah. And this was like their uh, maiden voyage because it was right up the street from. Coach was literally Garden. getting mobbed and had to block people. It out. was like a riot at WWF New York. And he looks. He's so young. Uh, and then we cut backstage and China and argue. China and Jericho, I'm sorry, are arguing about who gets to wear the IC title out to the ring because they are dual ice intercontinental champions because of a double pin scenario. They did that stupid thing. That uh, Dave Hebner, I think it's Dave. It's either Dave or Earl. <laughs> so funny. Comes up and he's he's like, we're going to, I'm taking the title. And then he takes the title and uh, essentially vacates it for. And Jericho's you know. like, and Jericho's like, Earl, come on, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. Um, and that sets up the match for now. So, uh, this if you were if, if any of the matches on this show needed some context for somebody who's coming in cold this was the damn match yeah because you got we got nothing we got that one segment when they're arguing and that was it i i had to stop because like i can't go into this match knowing what i know so apparently again like i said there was a double pinning scenario uh where jericho and china both pinned each other both shoulders were down for the three count instead of vacating the title which was kind of the standard practice and is still the standard practice for a scenario like that uh they got to be co-champions and interestingly enough, if you go on the WWE's website, it is not an officially recognized reign because uh, it was only like a 20 or 30 day period and it's just considered vacant now. So the kind of some revisionist history by the WWE now uh, for that moment. But that's the story going in. And this and then, is not going to be the awesome unification of the Intercontinental title that you saw with Razor Ramon and John No, Michaels. no, no, no. And um, also, Hardcore Holly gets put <laughs> into the match because he is the... I, I guess, got an idea. Give me the title. Yeah, because he wants the belt. And... That being said, should we um, get into the match? Yes. Well, so I nope. do want to say that when they introduced Hardcore Holly, they allu- introduced him as in a, and allegedly over 400 pounds. <laughs> I wrote that down. Which, which was hilarious. That made me laugh so uh, hard. China, China looks jacked here, but I mean, the, I don't know when she went and got plastic surgery. She looks great, But though. she got a ton of it. I mean, she looks, she she looks great. great, but it's, I mean, yeah. 
It's His note is very cool. plastic. Yeah. Uh, so both Jericho and China are being billed as the champions, of course, and this is for the undisputed champion. Uh, Jericho comes out before the match and cuts a promo, saying he's going to throw a big old party when he wins the title tonight. And he goes through the greatest hits the never, ever. ever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the crowd loves it. Uh, and then everyone starts slapping each other at the start of the match, trying to get sent hard into the corner. She sells herself right out of the ring. Uh, there's a drop kick by Jericho to Holly, a flying forearm for Jericho, near fall onto Holly. Uh, Walls Jericho applied, China breaks it up, and then hits a clothesline onto Holly outside the ring after he rolls out to catch his breath. There's a basement drop kick to Holly from China after Jericho moves out of the way. And then she gets outside and fights him for a little bit. Jericho hits a crossbody from the top, taking out Holly on the outside. And then we get a flipping handspring elbow DDT combo to Jericho by China for a near fall, kind of the greatest hits for her. Holly comes back in, throws China out of the ring, and then China low bridges Jericho out of the ring, uh, kind of pulls the rope down, and he goes out. Uh, all three competitors are outside now. Holly teases a chair shot to China. Jericho breaks it up, and then <laughs> we get a weak drop kick onto the chair that Holly's holding by China, which then Yuck. It, it, it was a bad looking drop kick. Uh, and the, the chair gets, does get knocked into Holly, though. The whole sequence d- did not get any heat either. Like, that was supposed to be like a heat giving moment when like hardcore Holly's gonna cross that line and like I know there's intergender wrestling at this period, but this was supposed to be like, ooh, this bastard's gonna hit a woman with a chair. It got no heat from this Madison Square Garden crowd. This whole match really they couldn't really care less about, which is sad because I like all three of these performers. But this was definitely like a cool down match after that really cool well, swimsuit I, segment. Afterwards, we'll... <laughs> cool. I don't know if it's the right word to use there, but the ladies um, are probably pretty cool. Yeah, but. <laughs> Go ahead. Just, just uh, continue. So China just and Jericho go. both splash and attempt to pin Hardcore Holly at the same time, and he kicks out. Uh, China, the double crossbody was bad. It was. It yeah. was really bad. Uh, this is when I wrote down that China is just way too green to be in this match. But uh, she, she had terrible. a great DDT and another move. Yeah, that's up. true. I don't think you can say she's green here. I just think because she, she had some great matches before this. Something was off. I think, she I think it was just the the chemistry between yeah, something. We're, we're gonna talk about it here. I've got the research. Okay, good. Something was something was wrong. Uh there's a dick punch to Jericho by China and then a pedigree to Harker Holly for a near fall. China gets put in the electric chair and then Jericho cross potties are down for another near fall. And there's a big kick to Y2J, and then Holly and Jericho are crouched on the top rope by China, and there's a superplex from China to Holly. That was nice. That was nice. And then he manages uh and then he ends up getting the pinfall attempt, but it's a near fall. China smashes Holly with a chair while the ref is distracted, puts him in the walls of Jericho, which was also a cool spot. But uh, Jericho Bulldog breaks it up, and then he hits a lion salt onto China for the win. And he's the undisputed champion. The match was only seven minutes long, but it felt like 30. Uh, side note. Oh, I already described that side note, which is the story of the match. Uh, I didn't like this match very much. Uh, I thought it was pretty sloppy, and uh, they, there was, something was off. I give it 2.25 stars. It wasn't the worst triple threat match I've ever seen, but when I see these three names, I expect something a little more fluid, I guess. I gave it 2.5. I don't think it was mm-hmm. terrible, and I don't think it was great. I, I enjoyed it. I don't know. I don't. To me, watching Chris Jericho never gets boring. Never. And I, I like the triple threat with the woman involved too. That that can stand up to the men. You know how we mentioned earlier that I mean the cat being the champion shows you where women's wrestling was. Yes. China was so much better than everyone she had else to be in the men's that division. she literally had to be fighting for the intercontinental. Because there's nobody. Except for Ivory. Ivory was was a good. And wrestler. Jacqueline. Yeah, and Jacqueline too. Yes, I don't want. I want do you guys remember break. the angle oh. when? Uh, and Luna, she was there too. Do you guys remember the angle when That's Ivory right. was in the right to censor and she broke China's neck or like gave her like neck trauma and then that was like a whole storyline. No. <laughs> and yes. Then she eventually yes. ended up winning the title off of her. No. That's just God, side how note. many times have they done that stuff? As just a side note. I mean, we've we've brought that up in multiple yeah. episodes. Weird. Okay. Anyway, um, I gave it two and a half stars, like Kyle. Nice. Okay. Um, anybody else winning would have been the wrong choice because Y two J is over. Yes, he is. Like who, Kyle? Like Grover. Nice. <laughs> um, I actually, 
It wasn't much of a match besides a couple China spots and Y2J just being a, a goat in general. Yeah, yeah. Um, but China did get, I don't know, give her a little bit more credit. Uh, she was she really was ahead of her time. I mean, this wasn't a very good match, and that is because uh, Jericho talked about this in his second book. Uh, China needed the entire match planned out ahead of time. Oh, really? Which is not Jericho style, which is not Hardcore Holly uh, style. Oh, okay. Um, so it led to Jericho having a, a complete brain fart on the bulldog spot. So, like, towards the end of the match, uh, I think China... Yeah, China has Hardcore Holly and a Boston Crab. Uh-huh. Dicky, dicky, dicky. Um, and Jericho's supposed to bulldog her, which I didn't notice this, but I wish I would have. Jericho's just like standing around with a brain fart, not sure what to do. <laughs> and, and Hardcore Holly's like down getting Boston Crab, and he yells very loudly, Bulldogger, dumbass! <laughs> <laughs> which is the most Hardcore that. Holly thing ever. I didn't catch that, unfortunately. Um, I wish I would have. So, and also, Jericho's talked about how difficult it was to work with China around this time, uh, especially since good old Trippies was still her boyfriend. Oh, yeah. And uh, Jericho and him had a little bit of heat backstage. Oh, really? Um, this right. Was, and I guess to, to piggyback mm-hmm, on that, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody who is working with both their significant other and the person that they are obviously cheating on them with is a good non-toxic environment to be working. Correct. With. Oh, definitely. So China's, yeah, I guarantee China's head was not completely in this. I yeah, guarantee yeah, definitely. it. Um, this was only five months into Jericho's WWF stint. I know. Uh, he debuted. <laughs> nice, dude. <laughs> Way to just flex your freaking brain there. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> I know. Uh, he, he, he debuted on the August 9th edition of Raw. He tried to get over as a heel at first, but it's very obvious. Well, in true Attitude Era fashion, they just loved him anyway. Oh, yeah. So it's very obvious here that he's a babyface. But uh, so, yeah, that, that is my uh, what culture and Wikipedia research. Excellent. Excellent. Thank Thanks. you. Uh, so after that, backstage, The Rock gets an interview. Uh, it says there. So uh, the this whole is thing good. Is Michael Cole is like asking, like, isn't there anybody you're afraid of? Also, like, the mic looks like someone took a bite out of it. I noticed that the windscreen's like half gone. Yeah. Uh, so he's saying, aren't there? Isn't there anyone you're worried about? And oh the yeah. The Rock says, you know what? There are. There's two people in this Rumble match that worry the biggest me. obstacles. Crash Holly. And which got a laugh, and then the next one got a really big laugh. And headbanger mosh, <laughs> the crowd just loses it. I did too. Cole asks why he isn't concerned with the big show. Uh, he didn't appreciate it, and then just throws him to the side. And he and said, uh, shouldn't you be concerned with big show? And he says, The Rock says, you should be concerned with fixing yourself a nice tall glass of shut the hell up, or of shut up juice. Yeah, and then he, <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. And then he pushes him away, and just cuts a Rocky promo on the big show. Says he guarantees he's going to win the Rumble. Uh, so obviously the, the angle for the Royal Rumble match itself is the big show and The Rock, and what's going to happen there. Yeah, it was a yeah. good promo. It was a good I mean, classic the, the rock promo. Just funny as hell. Yeah, I, so I loved the just like obvious like yeah these guys are just mid card. They were so obviously building to the Rock and Big Show somehow at WrestleMania, which they got to, but uh, kinda, but yeah. it was the f- the McMahon's in every corner and it ended up disgusting. Not, yeah, yeah. Um, so after that, we get a short video package, an actual video package. Hey, weird. Uh, <laughs> kind of chronicling the rivalry between the uh, New Age Outlaws and the Acolytes. Uh, the Acolytes are really presented as these big scary like bruiser brawler guys which they were which they were yeah which was good That's one they were very stiff two they were like on the the hangover of being part of the ministry the ministry yeah they still like, had, they like, still the, had pa- the marking the, yeah. on their chest um, so they weren't apa they yeah. were acolytes this is like post ministry pre uh, apa um but i love the way they are presented in this video package i thought it was really well done um uh the match however let's see about that so this is the new age outlaws who are the Out- champions and just so everybody knows the best mu- one of the best musics of all time is the apa with the APA? Yeah. Or the Acolytes? Do they have the same song? The Acolytes in the beginning did not have the same song. Oh, okay. But yes, okay. but yes, here, yeah. here they did. Yeah, that's right. So. Yeah, I here, so, yeah. here they had the, a great song. The dumb. 
Dunno. Yeah. Dunno. Dunno. And then when it goes, Dunno. yeah, classic. Yeah. Uh, you 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 knew shit was gonna go down. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, so of course pre match the outlaws cut a classic outlaws promo and there's a guy in the front row and, and you can like, see Billy Gunn's butt. Oh yeah, he's wearing like like a sheer like pink trunks. He's Mr. Ass at this point and he's got like a thong on. And so they you can only just see really his ass. call him Mr. Ass. Uh, yeah, pretty much. They don't refer to him as Billy Gunn. I did, but I don't know why. Uh, so so did I. They cut a classic outlaws promo here and there's a guy in the front row and they cut to him really quickly. He's wearing like this big oversized like red jacket and like a sideways yellow hat and he is so hyped about this new age outlaws promo i hope that guy's doing well because he was just having the time of his life at madison square garden you go yellow hat guy uh then the alkalites ambush the outlaws and the match begins uh bradshaw and billy gun are legal and there's a follow slam by bradshaw to gun Farouk and the road dog get tagged in there's a power slam to uh road dog and a double clothesline by the outlaws uh and then bradshaw and gun get involved uh and uh the, there's a ref bump after a near fall here. The ref's dead. Uh, there's a double team power, power bump to the road dog, and there's no ref to count the to count the pinfall. That next box runs in. Some who, there's who? a uh, Xbox. Thank you. There's a scuffle. Uh, Gun hits a famous round of Bradshaw at uh, kind of out of nowhere for the win. In two oh, and no, 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 no. X-Pac hits Bradshaw with a spinning heel kick. Yeah. And so that's got him on Dream Street. Uh, and I, I could have sworn that. Farouk was legal, but I must have been confused. Uh, yeah, I think Bradshaw was legal. Okay, I was confused about that. It was confusing. Uh, so yeah, so X-Pac gets involved, hits a spin kick, which allows Gunn to hit the Famouser for the win in two and a half minutes. This match sucked. One star. I give the star one and a half. Um, the clothesline from hell was cool. Yeah, it was. It was. That was stiff as shit. Yeah, yeah. Billy Gunn flipped. Man, the APA is my favorite tag team of all time. They were like, some hard hitters, man. Yeah, but man, this uh, the Outlaws, there's something missing with them sometimes like i agree they, I totally they agree. they're either the best or not. all the all the outlaws matches we've watched and reviewed have been bad, have been bad. Good. Yeah. honestly one of the best outlaws matches we have reviewed out of like the four or five was that tna one and it was terrible this match could have been good yeah and then why wasn't billy gunn dq'd for just yanking the ref out of the ring yeah i forgot to mention that but yeah there was a point when there's a pinfall being counted and the ref got pulled out of the ring by billy gunn like straight up pulled out of the ring bro 99 you yeah. can literally do anything. So, so one um, and a half stars. I wish it was longer. I wish it would have yeah. been given something. I wish it would have had a finish. <laughs> this is one that I overrated, I guess. Uh, I gave it two stars. It was okay, but... I mean, I could, liked what yeah. there was. You could tell You could yeah. tell that... So the Acolytes obviously are sold here as being brutes. This match was stiff as hell. It was, it was yes. Oh, my God. There two and a half some, minutes, I like, I like almost don't even want to call it a match. I felt it like it never fight. got started. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, that's a good way to put it, actually. Yeah. So it was just, there was a bunch of craziness, screwy finish, whatever. I was, uh, it was bad. I was interested in what uh, old, old Uncle Dave thought about this match, so I looked up the old newsletter. He gave it a negative. dud. Give it yeah, a dud. Okay. Bit confused about that. So it was a little better than that. Is dud is so dud's is like negative worse, worse than, than so zero is, is dud's worse than zero, but it's not a negative. He but he didn't start doing negative stars until like more recently. Oh, he just changed the rules, huh? Yeah. Which by the way, um, I saw uh, Jim Valley Centralia guy. He has the Pacific Rim podcast, a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, friend the, of the podcast. Yeah, friend of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, with um, Wrestling Observer, he's with them yeah. now, but. He took a whole bunch of pictures from Japan. They went to so wrestle. Jealous. They were, I was very jealous, but they were going to Wrestle Kingdom. Did you guys see any of those pictures? Dave yeah. looks terrible. Yeah, Dave, well, he's old, but but he's Dave Meltzer. But like the entire time, Dave Meltzer's wearing a uh, San Jose Sharks starter jacket. Yeah, it was like he was wearing like acid wash jeans yeah. too. He looked interesting. It was just the most retro stuff uh, ever. Anyway, that looked Dave, like yeah. a really good time. Jim Valley, friend of the podcast. He's a good guy. He used he's to work a good with guy. him. Super good guy. Um. Yeah, that match again wasn't anything wasn't anything special. I did think it was better than a dud, but you know what? If this match was at the Tokyo Dome, 
Five stars. Six. He'd have given it six, six. stars. Uh, up next, we got a video package hyping up uh, the Cactus Triple H street fight for the title. This one was much better. It shows Triple H winning the title, I believe, from the big show, right? Was that what I saw? I'm not sure. Bro, Triple I H can't remember. I think it was the show. I, I do have to say my favorite part of this about this video package. Yeah. Was how they fired Mick Foley, mm-hmm. and then he, yeah, and then the, the Rock, Rock came out, the Rock and the, the whole roster, roster and yeah. said, "We're not working unless you rehire Mick Foley." That, so that he, was awesome. So he rehires him, and then, uh, but of course, the the uh, the torture is not over. So the whole thing is man- mankind kind of uh, said that Triple H was ruining the company, and he's putting himself on top. <laughs> uh, and, uh, so uh, he, does, he does get rehired but the the terror doesn't end for mankind he ends up getting beat up really bad uh, he comes out and says he cannot compete in this street fight but i have a friend who can takes off his mask takes off his shirt he's got the cactus jack shirt on that sets up what we were about to see which this yes. is just oh yes are you, you okay? Good? Are you okay? Oh, I just love this match. Oh, okay, okay, cool, cool. Um, this is what <laughs> this is what makes Foley so versatile is versatile is that Mankind's hardcore, right? Obviously, gets thrown off of cells and stuff. But, yeah. but you know when he goes to Cactus Jack mode, it turns it up a whole nother yeah. notch, man. He really does. It really is like three faces of full. Like I know that's what he's well, called, but like it really is like three distinct characters. You that know? awesome um, Raw. You know, this was a year or two before this when he first came back. And yeah, well, this. when he's the Cactus Jack debut. Yeah, yeah. It was that was it, once again against Triple Piled H. Driver through the table and the super trip. cool. This was the first time Cactus Jack got a world title shot on pay per view, being the third face of Foley to do so. Was it the only time that Cactus Jack had a title shot? Uh, I think so. I, I, okay. I, it didn't say that exactly. Okay. Um, but Mankind had multiple, but he had his first at In Your House Mind Games 1996. And then Excellent. Dude Love faced Stone Cold at Unforgiven 98. Awesome. That's cool. Uh, so let's get to the match, shall we? This is Cactus Jack versus Triple H, who is the champion in a street fight. This is for oh. a World Wrestling Federation champion. What do you guys think of the old Triple H music? I like I it. I like it. <laughs> I guess Luke doesn't like it. No, no, I actually, I actually really love okay. it. Okay. I love it a lot. So this uh, stare down as the match begins has a definite big fight feel here. The crowd's going crazy as these two men are staring each other down. Cactus Jack strikes Triple H in the corner to start the match. Triple H escapes the ring. Uh, he gets rewarded with a swinging neckbreaker onto the floor. There's a leg drop uh, onto Triple H as he attempts to re-enter the ring, which is a really good spot. Kind of smart logic spot by Cactus Jack. So Triple H is hung up on the second rope. Cactus Jack just leg drops him in the ring. Uh, not going to let him get into the ring cleanly there. Um, and then Triple H re-enters the ring again with a chair. He lays Jack out with it. Oof, more headshots. Oh, he shots. killed him. Killed Big. him with this chair shot. Yeah. Uh, Jack places the chair, uh, recovers quickly from that, places the chair on Triple H's head, and then leg drops right into it for a near fall. Did you talk about the ring bell spot? Uh, oh, that? I'm sorry. I went right past it. He gets uh, Cactus Jack gets knocked out with a ring bell, and uh, he hit him hard with that ring bell. Well, like one one dude, uh, like he threw Triple H into the ring bell, and then Triple H grabbed the re- ring yeah. bell and whapped him. Yeah, and I'm, I must have skipped a line because I also forgot to mention when Triple H gets bounced off the steel steps like a rubber ball. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my apologies there. Uh, Triple H gets body dropped over the barricade and into the crowd here at this point. Uh, they brawl out through the crowd onto the, and back onto the entrance ramp. That was pretty cool. So they fight through the crowd, kind of like take a left. They're on the entrance ramp, which has all these like greedy New York props like bricks and, and pallets. Uh, and on trash cans all kind of laid strewn about it's supposed to look like an old alleyway uh so they're onto the entrance trap and then jerry lawler cannot figure out what pallets are and i loved that so much jr has to like explain what pallets are to, to the king i was dying it was so funny like he had never seen a pallet in his life uh so jack does lay out the pallets and he gets suplexed onto them uh there's like two pallets hard suplex uh at this point triple h gets like a chunk 
out of his leg. I don't know when this happened. But I think it happened right here on the on the pallets because there bloody. must have been yeah. So Triple H's leg is like a horror movie at this point for the rest of this match. It is it's bleeding disgusting. so bad, and there's like you can see like they zoom in on it, and there's like a literal chunk missing out of his leg. Yeah, it's like bleeding through Yeesh. his boot and shit. Yeah. Uh, Cactus Jack and then after the suplex under the pallets Cactus Jack like gets on all fours and like squeals in Triple H's face did you guys see that I w- dude I was like I what is it. going he on but I love this well, like, well mankind used to do that all the time yeah that's true I just loved it it was just like something you don't <laughs> see might, you know well I mean he got hit really hard in the head that's with a chair true. he probably just switched that's faces true. Uh, and then Triple H gets up and he gets laid out with a big stiff trash can shot to the head uh, Cactus Jack gets side suplexed onto that said trash can um Cactus Jack hits a running knee to Triple H against the steps. Cactus Jack took more of it than Triple H did, but even the part Triple H mm-hmm. took didn't look pretty. Uh, lot Triple of H is work. a bumping fool here, I man. I know. Uh, Jack produces the classic barbed wire wrapped in two by four. I don't know if that was real barbed wire. I was literally going to ask, how it, close it, do you think that actually is to barbed wire? So it, get, it got stuck in Jack's shirt at one point. So it yeah, definitely yeah. Like, was sharp. But it, At first, I didn't think it was sharp at all. Then it got stuck in the shirt. It the was shirt. at least somewhat sharp, I think but what, I don't think it was anywhere near real barbed once wire. Once again, citing the Pritchard pod, um, in WWE, a lot of times they would sand down the points. Oh, okay. So they gimmick it a little bit. Okay. Whereas, like, well, it didn't even have like it was like, wasn't glossy though. Like it was like a right. matte. Right. But I guess I mean, still, it still could be galvanized. Right. Um. So he gets the two by four out front of the ring. Both men come back in. Uh, Triple H ends up with it somehow and hits him right across the tummy, then the back, then the tummy, then the back again. And this is when it gets stuck in his shirt. I love that visual because mm-hmm. he pulls the the board up and the the barbs are just stuck in Cactus Jack's shirt. Uh, really, really good visual there. And Jack slams the two by four right into Triple H's dick. I liked that a lot. I uh, think the Cactus Jack has a DDT and then uh, there's a near fall uh, because Hebner takes the barbed wire the barbed wire board away and comes back in. Can't count to the three. And then Cactus he gives it so. <laughs> He For some reason, the referee gives it to Hugo, table. and he's yep. like, hide this. And yeah, he's like, Hugo puts it under the announce so table. He puts it under the announce table. Cactus Jack gets up. He wants it again. <laughs> he, like, intimidates Hebner into, like, telling him where the board is. So he goes out, and then he intimidates Hugo into giving it back. No, he punches Hugo, That's bro. True. That's true. He punched poor Hugo. Yeah. Uh, so he takes out Hugo on his quest to find the 2x4. He is successful. Uh, Triple H takes out the ref, and then promptly gets hit right in the face with a barbed wire. And again, and uh, Triple H is busted job. big time here. Um Jack grates the barbed wire on a Triple H's open wound. Triple H gets dumped over the announce table. And then Cactus goes for a pile driver through the table, but he gets back body dropped instead. The announce table kind of breaks here. Uh, Cactus Jack tries for a pedigree at this point. He gets slingshot into the turnbuckle when they're back into the ring. And then there's a bulldog onto the barbed wire for a near fall. That was crazy. Uh, Cactus Jack uh, clotheslines Triple H out of the ring. Of course, he goes with him. The Jack clothesline. Classic, classic, classic. Uh, Triple H tosses Cactus Jack onto the ring steps, and his legs just bounce off of that dude something Mick, we see a Mick, lot from Mick Foley but Mick Foley takes the best stair bumps of all time I know definitely Easy. by far definitely easily I agree he looks like he just got hit by a car yeah uh so and then he throws into them gets thrown into them again and Triple H targets the knees here for a while uh and then uh at the beginning of the match apparently Triple H had given like Howard Finkel like a sack of something and at this point he uh goes out and grabs it and uh uh, it's a nice callback to previous year's Rumble because it's handcuffs. I was just going to say, it's and, the second Royal Rumble yeah. in a row. So, uh, Cactus Jack gets cuffed. Triple H brings the ring steps into the ring, and then he goes for... I was like, he's not going to do this, is he? He goes for a shot with the steel steps. Uh, Cactus Jack's handcuffed. There's no way he can protect it. He ducks the last possible second. Uh, whew, man, that was that was close. Uh, he almost got killed with those steps. Uh, he sends trips into them instead with a drop toe hold. 
Uh, Cactus gets body body dro- drops his body on a Triple H's dick again. More dick trauma, and then he bites him in the head. Uh, right near the open wound, by the way. You don't know about that. Uh, mm. It was like they said it was his ear. I think on commentary. Yeah, the, well, they even said Holyfield. Yeah, Tyson stuff. Uh, and then you get a shot of mix, missing ear, even though it wasn't bitten off. The 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 parody is still there. Uh, Triple yeah. H grabs a chair and then rams it into Jack's gut and then breaks it. Breaks the chair. The top panel. The yep. top panel of the chair goes off. Triple H literally just, goes flying. Yeah. Triple H throws it at this point too. Like, didn't he pick it up and throw it out of the ring? What the, the piece? Or did it go flying? No, the piece, out of the the flying. piece, flew uh, the piece went flying to the, out of the stage ring. to oh, the ramp. Wow. Like, what if that would have went to the left or the right, I know. bro? Uh, so he, he literally breaks the chair over him. Uh, and there's a chair shot to Jack's head. He and then he asks for more. At this point, they're on the entrance ramp. Uh, Jack is just just beaten down he's having a hard time and then he i love this moment because he gets up he's handcuffed he asks for another chair shot uh and right when triple h is about to finish the job the rock runs out hits triple h with a chair of his own and then a cop comes up out of nowhere that's, that's so weird and just like let's jack out of the handcuffs like was this rock in the cop's pocket the rock's pocket like, oh what, yeah what was this uh either way he happened to have the key for the right set of handcuffs too by the way so is that like a skeleton key situation it has which also hilarious to me uh so Foley gets cuffed just like last year. Uh-huh. He gets an unprotected, a, a few unprotected chair shots and the rock is the one that makes the save i know what a difference a year yep, makes yep uh and then we get back out. They're brawl to the announce table area. Cactus Jack hits the pile driver onto the Spanish announce table. It does not. Yeah, break. he just bounces. These off. tables were oh, not breaking for man, shit. Man, they dude. were not. Uh, and then Cactus produces a bag of uh, thumbtacks from underneath the ring. He dumps them all over the mat. Stephanie runs Beautiful. out at this point, causes a brief distraction, uh, which causes Cactus Jack to get back body dropped onto the tacks. Triple H hits a pedigree. And a near fall. I was shocked by that near fall, but I wasn't Just too wait. shocked because right after that, Triple H goes for a pedigree onto the thumbtacks rolls cactus jack over who is it's in his eyelids it's on his cheeks it literally it's on his chin almost punctured his eyeball oh and he gets pinned for the one two three triple h retains the title in 27 minutes it was a match fellas it was a very very good match i loved this match and something i loved about it was when you think about street fights uh you think about people who brawl into the parking lot and they brawl through backstage areas and they hit each other with mops and they go into boiler rooms this didn't have that this entire match was confined to the ringside and and like a little bit of the crowd area and i think it was so much of a better match for it yes i give it 4.25 stars um post match triple h gets stretchered out uh, and then Cactus Jack says, no, no, and then grabs him, dumps him out of the stretcher, right under the ringside area. With tax in his keeps face. Keeps fighting. Tri- he still has a tax in his eyes, by the way, in his face. Uh, he gets one last shot with a barbed wire and a Triple H. Uh, again, I give it 4.25. Fantastic match. He Loved stands it. tall. I guess you you weren't as impressed as I was. I gave it five stars. This match wow. was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. Every, every, yeah. Like, not one second of this match was I bored at all. They They were taking bumps. They were... They, everything looked good. There was Triple I, H looked incredible. It, yeah. And it felt like a real, I mean, no pun intended, blood it, feud. It felt like, yeah, it felt like it the felt blow like off to fight. a real feud. Yeah. So five stars. If you have not seen this match, which I had not coming into this show, which is crazy to me, watch it. Um. So you said it. you were very surprised that that first pedigree didn't do the trick. Yeah. The first pedigree was supposed to do the trick. Really? Cactus called an audible, kicked out of the first pedigree. So that, that look of bewilderment that was real. just looks like Triple and H And then he must have told Triple H to do it on the tax. Yeah. What and, a madman. Yeah. Yeah. So he called Good that audible Lord. to do it again on the tax, almost losing an eye. Um, I was I, shocked by it. This, this though, I, I, I should have given it five or something close. I gave, it, I gave it four and a quarter. This is one of the greatest hardcore matches I've ever seen, ever. I agree. 
ever Damn. storytelling wise um the, the, well just that, y'all really the nephews of uncle dave aren't you oh shut up are you saying we give it over four what, Dude, we th- this match was a was a classic it was it was amazing it was and great. honestly that pedigree the audible he did call that pedigree was awesome it because was it great. because it showed the cerebral assassin in the making so triple h was still trying to prove himself as a young champion and so for this, that that showed his tenacity that he'd literally do anything to win, yeah, which was kind I of always it. his thing. I loved it. Just uh, so good. It was a great spot. And I'm gonna give it four point five, Kyle. Just there you go. You. At least you know four point seven five. All right. Someone, what? Someone's I was got, just thinking about it a little bit. You are I, a pushover. I loved the match. I was thinking about it more as I was talking about You're it. You're a pushover. I was thinking about this it match as should I was be a five star it. match. I'm gonna give it four point seven five. Because I, I, I don't think it was quite a five star match, but it was right there. Okay, right. four and a half. All right. Uh, so up next we get uh, another interview uh, at WWF New York this time coaches interviewing Linda McMahon the crowd has uh, simmered down considerably from their last segment uh, and then we cut back to the ring crew cleaning up the mat they got lots of thumbtacks to move and they didn't even get them all because there were thumbtacks on that ring I love that they were the using mat. a snow shovel to like dislodge the tacks <laughs> like, one guy had like a, like a street sweeper broom yep. style uh, a dust mop I guess it's called uh, uh, so then we got a flashback to the 95 Rumble, and I uh, wonder why we're getting that, uh, where Sean gets one foot down, not two, mm. and wins the Rumble. Uh, mm. So what I'm going to do real quick uh, before we start like the nitty gritty, because there's not like a ton to say about, I, I wrote a bit of notes, like, I wrote a lot of notes for it. I'm probably going to gloss over a lot of them. Uh, I'm just going to read 1 through 30 who came out yeah. so we can get that out of the way. I lo- Literally, all I did was write down the, the people in it and who got eliminated like cool. in, in order. Um, so... Number one, D'Lo Brown. Number two, with swagger. With swagger. Number two, Grandmaster Sexay. With swagger. Yep. Uh, what a weird one and two, by the way. Uh, I feel like usually you want like your one and two to be like people, but again though, the crowd was super into too cool here. Yeah. Why was oh, that? Yeah. Why was that such a popular gimmick? Well, I think it was still pretty fresh, wasn't it? It was, but I mean, it's so hokey. Bro, like, it's uh, so and I liked fun. it when I was a kid. Well, but. I think seeing I think seeing a four hundred pound man like that do a jig, yeah, like that. I don't know. I love too cool. Um, I can't tell you exactly why, but they they owned it and they were into kind of the reason we love New Day. Like, uh, I mean, for the for the <laughs> sake that they yeah, welcome back for the sake that they owned it and that they made it their own and that the crowd just could not help it. I like the dance spot, but I hate Rikishi. Really? Why? I. I don't, I don't mind Rikishi. I just don't like him. There's just something about too cool now. This is like uh, doesn't like. I is hope. It the butt? I hope that uh, you know. Honestly, yes, part of it is it the I, cellulite. It, it's just the outfit. I just the stink face was funny like the first two or three times. And then so I, I oh, don't sorry. like the move set. I don't know. There's I just, something about him. Just, huh? I, one of those guys. One of those guys. I like the Samoan move so, set. So I hope because you compared too cool to the new day, which yes. is wrong. Uh, which I, I, uh, it I just, wasn't supposed to be a direct comparison. Thanks, Kyle. I, the, so now, now you got me worried. Am I going to look back on the new day in 10 years the same way I look back at too cool now? No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Cause now I look at too cool and I'm like, how did I ever like that? But I was a little kid. So, yeah, no, no, no. uh, so again, D'Lo Brown one, Grandmaster Sex A two, Headbanger Mosh three with oh. cone, with cone, with titties. giant fuzzy green cone bra and a sheer black dress. I kind of liked the look to be honest. Uh, once he got the bra off, I kind of liked that like aesthetic that he had. He also screwed up his ankle in this match. Yes, he did. Christian. Uh, Christian. Rikishi, Scotty Too Hotty. Do you remember Steve that Blackman Christian? Seven. Do you remember that Christian theme? That yeah, the opera one. No, 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 no. The one he came out. Oh to. yeah, yeah. Like the I remember old... from like No Mercy. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's <laughs> uh, weird. Uh, Steve Blackman at seven, Viscera at eight, Big Boss Man at nine, Test at ten, The British Bulldog at eleven. This is this was his last pay per view appearance in the U S. And he was wearing his jeans at this point. He uh, died soon after, right? 
he wrestled at May 2000 Insurrection pay-per-view in London and then left the company. I I did not see exactly what he okay. did. Uh, Gangrel at 12, who is, is still alive and still wrestling in the WCWC, uh, West Coast Wrestling Connection out of Portland. Nice. Holla, holla. Look at you. They lost their syndication, so that's unfortunate. But if you ever get a chance to go to a show, tickets are like five bucks and they really need your support. Uh, Edge at number 13. Bob Backlund at 14. He's your one surprise entrant of the evening. Y2J at 15. Crash Holly at 16. China at 17. Farouk at 18. Road Dog at 19. Al Snow at 20. Val Venus at 21. Prince Albert at 22. Hardcore Holly at 23. The Rock at 24. Billy Gunn at 25. The Big Show at 26. Bradshaw at 27, Kane at 28, The Godfather at 29, and uh, we knew it was going to be X-Pac, but X-Pac... So let's just go through the match here. Wait, Kyle, Um, what? I was just going to say, there wasn't a lot of memorable spots in this match. There was a few. There was a few, and a lot of them had to do with run-ins. And I think that... I think we're spoiled with, like, excellently paced rumble matches today. Uh, Correct. Uh, we'll uh, we'll get into it as we go through because we kind of just um should I just go through all my notes and then we'll just talk about everything at the end? Uh, yeah, I guess. I also have or, all the eliminations. If we yeah, cover okay, that. maybe just go through the eliminations and the the big spots. Okay, yeah. I'll, Luke, take it away. Well, okay, yeah. So after Headbanger Mosh comes in, screws up his ankle. Kai and Tai interferes, and this is the first time that Kai and Tai just runs in because apparently they got. Booted off, or like, booted off in the main co- or the pre-show. Yeah, so they are pissed off that they're not in the rumble. Every single time they come in, they get thrown over the top. Um, Rikishi comes in at five. He super kicks and eliminates Mosh. He belly to bellies Christian, then throws him out, and then he Rikishi drivers uh, D'Lo and throws him out. Rikishi was on fire. Yeah, yeah. There's three right there. Yes. Um, Scotty too hotty. Or no, uh, Grandmaster Sex is already out there. Scotty Tuati comes in to prevent tension, and then you know what happens. Rikishi throws them both out. No, no. Hey, don't After a dance break. Yeah, the dance break. (laughs) You look fly today. (laughs) So uh, this was over as hell. It was, dude. The crowd. This was the biggest pop in the Rumble match, maybe besides the Rock's entrance. No, 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 no. This was the biggest pop. You think it was bigger than the Rock? They loved this. They did. They did. And then uh, Kishi takes the chance and clotheslines them both and throws them both out. And then he dances by himself with Scotty Tuati's hat on. Yeah. That that was great. Uh, Steve Blacken comes in and uh, very quickly receives a Rikishi driver and takes his leave. Thank you for collecting your paychecks, Steve Blackman. Yep. Um, Viscera comes in. He's moving pretty good. He was, dude. I noticed that. Yeah, uh, gotta give the big man love when he deserves it. Heck yeah! Um, then Sorry. three super kicks. No, no, no. Three super kicks later, and Kishi takes him out. That's seven. Kishi's yep. unstoppable. Yep. Big boss man comes in, um, waits it out like a true heel. So like he he stands on he out the outside. Thinks about of getting the, into the ring. He's like, I'm just gonna wait for another person to come in and help me take out Kishi. Yep. And uh, I do like this gimmick. I gotta say, of boss man, it prolonged his career big for time because sure. the last one was cheesy. Um, Tess comes in, uh, be- immediately just starts beating up on Bossman on the outside. The ring, yeah. Throws him in. Um, British Bulldog comes in. Tess forgets to sell punches for a sec. That's just the note I have there. Gangrel comes in. Kind Tai <laughs> comes back in. This is gets, it right here. Gets thrown out even quicker. Uh, and Ooh. watch this. Yoga. Taka gets thrown. Taka does a flip and lands on his face. And uh, the, the story, he legit went to the hospital after that face bump. 
It has been reported as a concussion or a broken collarbone. No one really remembers for sure. <laughs> okay. Um, Different he was, time. He was supposed to go out there with Funaki every time. Yeah, and then the third time it was just Funaki. Yeah. Funaki makes a total of four run-ins. So Jerry Lawler, Jerry Lawler could not get enough of seeing this poor man go through head trauma on, in front of all these people. They did, that, they did that replay like six he times. He wanted yeah. to see it over. and It was disgusting. Come on, Jerry. And He's he also he also he referred to him as Chinese several yes, times. Yes, they, they, he did nothing but call them. Yeah, Chinese. it got he so said, bad. It got so bad that Jr. had to call he, him xenophobe in 2000. He's at he one point. Him? Yeah, he called yeah. him xenophobe. At one point, he says he doesn't understand. He's Jr. says he doesn't understand. He's not in the Rumble anymore. And uh, King said it's because he's Chinese. And I can't, Jr. Yeah, said it's Japanese. Jr. Then, said he's Japanese. And then Lawler goes, "What's Japanese?" <laughs> it was so cringy. Yeah. It was funny. It was um, pretty funny. Yeah, no, it, it was. It was funny. <laughs> Uh, so Gangrel comes in, Kaintai gets thrown out again, uh, Taka hits his face, Edge comes in, uh, and then Bob Backlund comes in at number oh, four. We gotta Do you know why Bob Backlund's in? Because he's running for Congress. No, because Thrasher got hurt. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but he was running for Congress, apparently. Bob Backlund's so goofy, and but that like, wasn't what I wanted to say. Uh, when Edge came out, you gotta talk about how, like, the ladies, it was like a visceral yell. When the, oh my god. The ladies were, and then that, when Tess took his shirt off earlier, too. Like, he was a, the lady contingent was there. I didn't realize that Edge was just a little sex machine. Dude, ladies but, were thirsty for Edge, because they screamed when he came out. Uh, and then you had Bob Backlund, who which, I just thought was such a silly, even when he was, like, in his prime, like, what a silly man. Which they do mention in this match that Edge is, his fiance is Tess's uh, sister. When a non test sister, whose sister? I don't know. Well, I'll get to Edge, it. I have it written down later here. Edge and Valvinus. Valvinus' sister. Yeah, when he comes in. Oh, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Bob Backlund comes in. He gets mobbed. The poor uh, the poor congressman-to-be, maybe. Gets mobbed. And then everyone teams up to take out Rikishi. So he's gone after lasting almost 30 minutes. Was that like a record for eliminations at the time? Seven? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. Because hmm. I think... Yeah. Anyway. Um, number... 15, the undisputed champ Y2J. He immediately throws Bob Backlund out. Uh, Crash comes in, one of The Rock's biggest challenges, number 16. <laughs> China comes in. She's in the Rumble for the second year in the row, and then she suplexes Y2J out. I love that. And then as she's on the apron after suplexing Y2J out, Boss Man just gives her a nice little elbow. Take that. <laughs> See you later. Uh, Farouk comes in at number 18. And then as soon as he gets in the ring, the Mean Street Posse Here does they a run in. Can you, hey, Kyle, can you name the three members of the Mean Street Posse? Pete, Pete Gas, Joey Abs. Hey, hey, are you Pete, Kyle? Yeah. Pete, Pete Gas, uh-huh. Joey Abs, uh-huh. Pete Gas. Stop. Pete God, Gass. I can't remember the last one's name. Stop. I'm, I I remembered, and then you said Pete Gas five times. It's Pete Gas. Joey Abs, Joey Rodney. Abs. Uh, Rod- Rodney. Uh, Rodney Pete. Rodney Pete. That's He's right. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, You're the right. Mean Street Posse comes in and just like takes out Farouk. Pete Gas. I don't know what the rivalry was here, but they just leave after that. It was that. just starting. They beat. Oh, okay. They beat up Farouk. Bossman throws him out, and then the Mean Street Posse leaves. Uh, Road Dog comes in, and even though he wasn't on the mic, the whole crowd just. Oh, oh you, you didn't, didn't know? It was, it was awesome. great. Then around this time is when we get the We Want Rocky chant. Al Snow comes in at 20. Road Dog throws out British Bulldog. And uh, then Jerry Lawler starts making dog puns. Dog fight, doggy style, you name it. Was he this was, When did he make the comment about, uh, can you imagine if Mae Young had oh, her he, puppy's noses were pierced? Was uh, that he, around this time? Yeah, he was yeah. saying shit like that the whole time. It was awkward. He, he was fired up from that uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think he was still exhibition. thinking about the Miss Rumble contest. Val Venus comes in at 21. Uh, Funaki comes back. He gets thrown out. And uh, that's when Jerry Lawler and Jr. have that argument about Chinese Japanese. Okay. okay. And yeah, when they say that they're, that's when Lawler says that WWE is disc- obviously discriminating about <laughs> against them and says, "What do they have against the Chinese?" 
Yeah, that was great. Prince Albert comes in at 22. Edge gets immediately thrown out. Uh, and then they make hints at Edge and Venus being future brother-in-laws. Hardcore Holly comes in at 23. And then at 24 comes The Rock. Right as, right as Jerry Lawler is saying, is The Rock ever going to come into this match? Yeah, true. He was begging for The Rock. <laughs> the true. whole time, yeah. And, and huge pop. And Rock's just titty dancing his way to the ring. <laughs> um, I don't know when like he got the, the breast surgery done, but I need to figure that out. And, like, look at the difference. <laughs> titty dancing. Dude, he, dude, he's bouncing the tits the whole way. Um, oh, man. Billy That's Gunn good. comes in at 25. I'm an ass, man. That can only mean ew, one thing ew. when you hear that. Yeah, uh, Road, Road Dog delivers a stiff punch to Hardcore Holly. I don't know if either of you guys remember watching that. Yeah. Road, Road Dog out of nowhere just punches the shit out of Hardcore Holly. He took a break from hiding in the fetal position under right, the ropes. Right. He was. Uh, Rock DDTs and throws out Crash, one of his greatest challenges. Yep. Uh, and then Big Show comes in at 26. Um, he boots Test out. He throws Gangrel out. And then here comes Bradshaw. And right on cue, the Mean Street Posse follows him. And Bradshaw beats instead. Bradshaw beats the hell out of all of them. But uh, Road Dog and Mister Ass throw Bradshaw over. Uh, Twenty eight comes Kane with Tori. Yep. Yeah, the pyro malfunctions. Yeah, there's a big boom, but zero fire. Yeah, there's like a, like one like strobe. It was LOLish, uh, and then he eliminates Val Venus. The Godfather comes in at 29 with four hoes. I could not recognize any of them. No. Um, one almost one of them trips almost over. Shit. Yeah, one almost trips Right in front hard. of the camera. Yep. But the Godfather is so over. Um, Funaki go- comes <laughs> in and out hose. again for the final time. And then X-Pac at number 30. So Big Show clotheslines. And then Godfather. right here, go sorry, ahead. right here is when the eliminations start happening like fast and furious. Yeah, they need to get this wrapped <laughs> like, up and over we're with. We're running out of time, guys. Yeah, just like us on this phone. Uh, Big Show clotheslines Godfather. Yep. Rock clotheslines Al Snow. These are both eliminations. Mr. Ass throws out Road Dog in a moment of betrayal. Uh, then Kane uppercut, like does his sweet European uppercut, and he uppercuts Mr. Ass right out immediately after. Uh, Rock throws out X Pac. Nobody saw it. So yeah. Xbox, so there was no Gets referee. There was no referee on that side, which is still the most ridiculous. So then Xbox shit. just comes back in. So here's the final four: Big Show, Kane, The Rock, and Xbox. Kane hits a freaking Inzaguri on I Big know. Show. That was cool. So that I was mean, awesome. he's so athletic. I th- yeah. See, that's what we're anyway. We we're talking earlier about Kane being in nowadays product, and I think he would fit in fine. Especially Prime Kane. Anyway, Scoop slams. Uh, Kane Scoop slams Big Show, and Xbox kicks. Kane out. I can't believe that Xbox yeah. eliminate Kane here. Yeah, I thought for sure it was going to be the Rock or the Big Show. But Kane was with Tori at this point, so who knows where that was? That rivalry was yeah, Xbox and Kane. True. Um, let's see, scoops. Okay, yeah. Uh, Big Show Gorilla press slams Xbox out, and then it's just the Rock and Show. Rock gives a nice spine buster to Big Show and the People's Elbow. Tons of pops, and then Show tries to Gorilla press him up and tries to throw him out. But it's that classic one, like it alluded to with the Michaels yep. finish. Uh, the Rock holds on to the ropes. Big Show goes and over. Big Show goes over. Little did they know, or the live crowd knew, but we didn't. Both feet actually touched. I thought so. Yeah, yeah, me too. The Rock actually touched both feet to the crowd and then ends up going back in. And it's fine. The Rock does a, uh, I think quick it was a uh, I think celebratory. It was, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I think it was very intentional to have him go out on the opposite of the hard cam side. Right. Yeah, Rock does a quick celebratory pro- promo. Big Show comes back <laughs> to throw him out, and that, that was that was Royal Rumble 2000. So, what did you guys so think? So, you go of the ahead match? and give it rating. Um, I give it. I thought it was very average Royal Rumble match. Um, yeah, I give yeah. it 2.5 stars. Middle of the road. I think this highlights 
uh, like the big, at least I, I see it as like the big flaw of the Attitude Era was just like, this is pre-brand split and this is pre like all the, a lot of the WCW and ECW guys kind of coming over so that you can kind of tell at this point still how weak the mid card was. Yes. Because when you have a, to have a good Royal Rumble, you have to have a strong mid card. Mm-hmm. And this just felt like jokers and clowns and jobbers throw right. a lot of this match. It had a few oh good my. moments. Um, and I don't want to disparage any of the athletes who were in the match because obviously they're all professional wrestlers and they what can are all, you doing they right can now? all go. I'm just, you know, but I'm it sure does, it does guys. show, it does show kind of their, the weak point to me in the attitude era, which was the mid card. We talked about this last night with about the, the roster of the attitude era was really, really weak compared to like today. Yeah. Um, I gave the match three stars because I actually did really enjoy it, and I enjoyed the Kai and Tai run-ins, and I enjoyed the Rock, like just the people popping for the Rock. I loved Bob Backlund, um, especially. Like how, by the when, way, he came out in workout shorts, so and I then, just appreciate. And then when he got eliminated, he started he climbing. Left the yeah, the climbing in the crowd. Yeah. So I gave it three stars. It there, there's like, I don't know, four guys that are like main event talents in that match: Jericho, yeah, The Rock, Kane, and Big Show. Right. And. So, and I guess, I mean, I guess you can technically count at one point Bob Backlund. I guess. <laughs> yeah, but he was a world champion. Have any of you guys ever seen a, a, a prime Bob Backlund Yeah, match? yeah, you a have? long time yeah. ago. Really? Yeah. Did I check out the, uh, I need to. the vault on the Yeah, network? I've seen the vault a few times. And then... Uh, Pretty good? Yeah, I mean, if you like that style of wrestling, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's very, it's very much just but wrestling, you know? Yep, just three stars. Based. Okay. You're up. All right, I gave it two and a half. I'm um, kind of on the same page okay. as Okay. You all right, pal? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was, Kyle's it was, getting offended with our ratings tonight. Meltzer Jr. Maybe we need to take a few weeks off. I don't know. I think he needs to get it's his head right. It's because we're heels. Uh, yeah, I gave it two and a half. It was an okay rumble. Um, nothing too special besides two cool spot. There was a couple other things. Um, it, it, you could have had more stars in this match. And even like, I mean, yeah, I guess you can't really put Triple H or Foley yeah. in. Maybe you could have. No, they both got screwed up. Yeah, you can't put Kurt in. He's selling the injury from Taz. You could have right. put Taz in. You could put, a, you you could have put, put Taz, Taz in. in. Yes. You could Was have had, Austin out with injury at this time? Yes. You should have had Taz going and be in the final three. Doubt about Austin. Um, this is the first time since the Royal Rumble of 1989 that no one lasted over 30 minutes. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so obviously the Rock's feet actually touched the floor. We'll gloss <laughs> over that because Big Show got his shot anyway at the infamous e- McMahon in every corner match at WrestleMania 2000. Yep. All right, so what did you give the actual show? Overall, uh, I thought it was a very de- average show. There were some, there was, it felt like there weren't like a ton of substance to the matches outside of the Dudleys and obviously Triple H and Cactus mm. Jack. Those two matches did lift the show a lot for me. I'm going to give overall the show a, a really solid C+. I gave it a B, mid B, just because of those two matches and the the Kurt Angle and the Taz. The show, the show. There's a couple things not to watch, but I could never give a show a B that had that swimsuit segment yep, in it. Yep. Yeah, but it's cancel the swimsuit segment and cancel the tag team title match and the. But inter- you can't start canceling yeah, you can't the just show after the fact. Shit didn't happen. That, that's why I gave it a B. I thought it was I thought it was a fun show. I enjoyed it. Luke, you know what? What? Anyway, yeah. No, I gave it a C. I give it a C. Like that's it doesn't you don't give it a B. Come on. Dude, I, couldn't, I couldn't do it. Dude, the, a five star match to me and then another four star match. Right. And then the Kurt Angle thing was was great and the Royal Rumble was fine. Yeah. So yeah, the there was some Rumble shitty was stuff. It's not like a B plus. It's like it's like that 84% that's right about yeah. to the B minus, yeah. but I I give it a, 
All right, I'll give it a C plus. Screw I'm at a C plus. Yeah, I'm at a I'm solid. Not, I'm not going to give though. it anything over that, but it was definitely a C plus. Those two matches, watch the the Dudleys and Hardys, and watch the street it's fight. It's worth it. It's a, oh it's, my it's a thirty minute match, God. but it's worth every minute of it. But it's, no, it's fantastic. Thirty, you don't even notice. Yeah, it feels you like don't five. even notice yeah. that it's thirty minutes. I had a blast watching it. That was the big reason why we picked the show. Yeah, because we had a feeling it was going to be a good match. God, it was fun. And that was the Royal Rumble 2000. Kyle. You know what to do. What's next, buddy? Super card of honor. Ring of honor. Ooh. 2015. 2015. And I'm looking at this card. We're going we got, recent. We got some studs here. We got yeah, dude, check the out opening this match. Mark Briscoe and ACH. Mm-hmm. Then Michael Elgin versus Frankie Kazarian. Ooh. Then this match is stacked. Matt Seidel, which some of you might know as Evan Bourne, mm-hmm. versus Moose, who is on a tear lately, mm-hmm. versus Tommaso Ciampa, Ooh. versus Caprice Coleman, versus Cedric Alexander, and versus Cedric. Ad- Andrew Everett. Then we have BJ Whitmer versus Jimmy Jacobs. Roderick, Roderick Strong versus Christopher Daniels. Your boy. We got, how do you pronounce this? Is it Red Dragon? I always pronounce it Redragon, but okay. I don't know. Which is Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly versus The Kingdom, which is Matt Tavin. And it's going to be a good show, boys. The Miracle, Mike Bennett. Oh. Then yeah, Jay Bennett was in uh, The Kingdom. The Legend, Jay Lethal versus The Legend, Jushin Thunder Liger. Yeah, baby. <laughs> And then a main event of Jay Briscoe versus Samojo for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Yep. That's going to be a show. It's going to be a That's fun be one. Awesome. We're, di- we're digging into the, the indies, really, for well, the first time. There's going to be actually a few wrestlers you'll have to educate me on with that. Yeah? Like Frankie Kazarian and Samojo. No, no, Jushin, no, 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 Jushin no. Liger, he's, a, uh, he's from Japan. He was you, really good back in the day. Yeah. He's still pretty good now. He's still active. Remember when he had that random takeover match against Tyler Breeze at like that one was of the rival shows? That was awesome. Uh, I'm really excited for that show. I, I, I was a big Ring of, Honor, Ring of Honor fan right around this time. Uh, and it'll be fun to get into the, the Ring of Honor scene. It's, was, a, it's, a, it's a recent show, so that'll be fun. Oh, was, hey. was Ciampa really good then, too? He, he was super hey, good. Hey, hey. Yeah. We're assholes. Why? Rest in peace, Mean Gene. Oh, we oh, just shit. thought to mention it. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll put a bumper. Let's put it. Okay. Uh, we'll put a at bumper the in the front at, at the, the, at the front uh, once we're done here. But yeah, man, the wrestling world is just very much mourning the passing of Mean Gene. He was one of the first... This is going to sound weird, but he, like my dad was a big Mean Gene fan. So like one of the first guys he told me about in wrestling was Mean Gene Okerlund. I feel it. And uh, man, just what a, what a my, loss. My uh, girlfriend's uncle, like only... He was a wrestling fan in the late 80s. The only people he can remember are like Savage, Hogan and mean Gene. Piper, Hogan, and Mean Gene. Um, mean Gene was the first person he said. Yeah, so rest in peace. We're thinking of the families and, and everybody who you know was friends with him. So awesome. Well, thanks for tuning in. Uh, check out our video we got coming up and check out our new uh We got a chat. lot going on right now. We guys. got a lot going we on. Have, oh, by Welcome. the way, we, let's tease something. We've got something huge. Oh, I'm working. I'm and working I'm, diligently. Say, and, and don't say what it is, but we have. And I'm and I'm not just being like optimistic, Zach. This is something that's going to be big. There's a few hurdles in my way, but I'm working we'll get, on we'll it. We'll get over. And it's going to it's, it's be a YouTube content, but it's going to be fun. So keep your eyes Ladies out around March, and gentlemen. Goodbye. Welcome to 2019. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Love you, big boys out.